Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to a brand new week of Kentucky Sports Memories. This week, a softball tournament like no other. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the in 1975, the Johnson's Marathon Softball Tournament was born, played down in New Haven, Kentucky. New Haven, a small community in the central part of the state in southern Nelson County. It was always played around this time of the year, and it was a softball tournament like no other. Games started on Friday evening, and they played back-to-back -back all night, all day long, until they crowned a champion on Sunday evening. Nobody else had a tournament like this, and because of that, it attracted teams from all over the state, even some teams outside the state. But the idea for the tournament was by a player on the Johnson Sporting Goods softball team, the team out of New Haven. Charlie Kesey, who was in his mid-20s at the time, came up with the idea, and I talked to him about that. So, Charlie, how did the idea come up? to hold a softball tournament like this, where you played a marathon and all these games back-to-back? -back. I was living in Bardstown at the time. I'm from New Haven. And uh, I was driving to New Haven to a game we had that night. And I usually go over, went over early if I could. And I'd stop at uh, Bobby Johnson's, who was the coach of the softball team. Anyway, on my way over on the radio, there was some kind of marathon, and I don't remember what it was. But it wasn't a running marathon. It was like a bowling marathon or a, a soccer tournament marathon, something. I don't know. And it just hit me that, you know, and we had been talking about having a, a tournament to raise money for the team. So when I got to New Haven, I throwed that at Bobby, and he, he liked the idea. And we ran with it from there. And uh, it, you know, might have been something I came up with, but uh, Bobby was the inspiration in the whole tournament. I mean, he if it wasn't for him, it wouldn't have lasted 25 years, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody looked at you when you proposed this idea that, like, other teammates and what have you said, are you crazy? <laughs> well, I think the bunch I played with was uh, just about as wacky as I was on stuff like that. Tomorrow, we'll hear from one of those wacky teammates as he elaborates on the growth of the tournament. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, what made the Johnson Softball Marathon so special? At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the this week we've been looking at the Johnson's Marathon Softball Tournament, which used to be held every year, about this time of the year, in New Haven, Kentucky, right in the central part of the state. 
And the tournament began on a Friday night, and they played continuous games up until Sunday night when they crowned a champion. Played all night long. There'd be a 2 a.m. game, a 5 a.m. game, just back to back to back. That's what was unique about it. Jamie Mattingly, who's in his early 60s now, is a New Haven native. He either played in or attended every single marathon for the 25 years it existed, from 1975 up until the late 90s. And I talked to him about it. You know, when that tournament started, realistically, you might think, well, nobody's going to come here and play in a tournament where they have to play at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. But in reality, they loved it. They loved playing at that time. Yeah, it started out, I think we had around 16 to 19 teams. And you could only, on one field, you could only do 24, you know, 24 teams to get it in on a weekend. So we kind of... Uh, well, matter of fact, we placed some behind the public school, uh, just on the football field, put up some temporary bases, and we expanded to 32 teams. And then, sometime around the early 90s, we expanded to 48 teams. That was the most we ever had. Did you get to the point where you had to turn teams away? We, even the year we had 48, we turned teams away. We know we had some teams from Georgia, Alabama, Indiana, and, and Cincinnati. I know those were the out-of-state teams. And they were playing on multiple fields to accommodate all the games. And it also attracted some really big-name players, some big-time players who wanted to come and play in this thing. We'll hear from one in particular tomorrow, and he'll talk about what was so unique about this tournament that he remembers to this day. Hope you'll join me tomorrow. Gary Fogle for Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, something very interesting about an old marathon softball tournament. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. Back in the 1970s, the Johnson Softball Marathon Tournament was born. It was played in New Haven, Kentucky, which is in the central part of the state, small town, central Kentucky. The tournament lasted many years and no longer exists, but when it did exist, it was extremely popular. A marathon tournament. They started play on Friday night, and they played all weekend long and crowned a champion on Sunday night. Games back-to-back -back with no breaks. It was so popular that a lot of well-known players wanted to come and play there. A guy like Bill Gaddy, probably the most famous Kentuckian who ever played softball. He played professionally for the Kentucky Bourbons. He played on some very big-name teams that traveled around the country and played in national tournaments. But a few times he came to New Haven to play in the marathon. And he's played in a lot of tournaments throughout his career. But this one he remembers because there's one thing in particular that stood out. They played around the clock. So at the, maybe the, the 11, 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning games, um, 
you couldn't see the ball. I mean, there was fog that would come in. You could see about, like I was playing left field, I could see the shortstop's feet. That's how <laughs> low this, this fog was. And when the ball was hit, the pitcher would yell, left field, up the middle, you know, whatever, fly ball. <laughs> and if you had a fly ball coming your way, all he was telling you was, cover up. <laughs> because you couldn't see it. And all you could do was get down on the ground and you could hear it. And you'd hear it and look and you'd see the ball rolling. And you'd run over and pick it up and and then kind of roll it back in so the guys could see because you couldn't you couldn't throw it hell you'd hurt somebody. <laughs> that is crazy. So what was it like to umpire a game where at times you couldn't see the ball? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Gary Fogel for Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. What's it like to umpire a softball game when at times you can't see the ball? At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the Back beginning in the 1970s and for many years, the Johnson's Marathon Softball Tournament was played annually every August in New Haven, Kentucky, small town in central Kentucky. They played back-to-back games starting Friday night through Sunday evening, no breaks, all night long, all day long, games were played. And in some of those middle-of-the-night games, fog would set in, so much so that you couldn't see the outfielders from home plate. And when a fly ball was hit to the outfield, oftentimes you couldn't see that. It would disappear into the fog. I talked to Dooley Mattingly about this. Dooley is a native of that area. He played in the tournament and later umpired in the tournament. And I asked him about umpiring games where the ball disappeared. So when you umpired in these games when the fog set in, how in the world did you do it when the ball was hit to the outfield and you couldn't see the ball and you couldn't see the outfielders? <laughs> well, if you were umpiring the bases, you tried to stay behind second base so that when you kind of noticed which direction the ball was hit, you would basically squat down to get down at the ground level and you could see when the ball may hit the ground. I mean, you had to be really, you know, if he hit it deep to the fence, you may not see that. You So you just basically had to try to listen for that and or see it hit the ground. And, you know, because it was a, a lot of strange things happened when the fog come in. So on a deep fly ball that you couldn't see, how would you determine if it was a home run? Uh, you really didn't. You couldn't 100% know that, that it was a home run, you know. But but what they would do is just hit it as high as they could in the air and then run as fast as they could, you know. And if nobody ever found the softball, they typically would say, okay, it must have been a home run. He mentioned strange things that happen when the fog rolls in. Tomorrow, we'll talk about one of those strange things. 
Gary Fogle for Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, the hidden ball trick in a softball tournament. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Beginning in 1975 and for the next 25 years, about this time every year, the Johnson's New Haven softball tournament was played. It was a marathon. New Haven, Kentucky, small town in central Kentucky. They played on Friday night through Sunday night, all day, all night long, games back to back. And many of those games in the middle of the night, the fog would set in, so much so that you couldn't see the ball when it got hit to the outfield. So some outfielders tried a trick. They would sneak balls into the outfield with the ball in their glove and pretend like they caught a fly ball when it was hit to the outfield, trying to fool the umpires. One of the people who did that was a guy by the name of Wayne Smooth Bryan, New Haven native, and I talked to him about trying to pull off that trick. So when the ball was hit into the air, what did you do that would fool the umpire? You just kind of smacked your glove like you, you know, did catch something and either run in or holler. You. Most people hollered, I got it or whatever, you know, things like that on start. That did not last real long because what had to end up happening was we had to get people out of the stands and put them in the outfield to be like uh, umpires. So <laughs> how many times did you actually pull this off and pull the umpire? Oh, just maybe once or twice was it for me, for me. <laughs> Yeah. Did did you ever feel guilty about that? Nah, not really, because the teams that we was, you know, we was in do it for the fun. And part of the fun for Smooth Brian was <laughs> trying to convince the umpires he caught a fly ball when it disappeared into the fog in those games in the middle of the night. A lot of people tried it. Very few got away with it. That was part of the excitement of that marathon tournament. And a lot of people wonder why it ended. Well, the popularity of softball just kind of faded over the years. It's not what it once was. So after a 25-year run in the late 90s, it called it quits. That'll do it for the shows this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend. See you back here next week. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.